funny when you live by yourself you don't realize you have a frog in your throat till you start talking into a microphone <laughs> anyway it's a nice sunny day here um i'm gonna start us off with our reading that i had to do a little research on so i can sort of talk intelligently so here goes the quote starts with john bradshaw shame is the core problem of our time guilt can help us shame can destroy us if we feel guilty for stealing, the guilt is speaking to us about our behavior, stealing. But if we feel ashamed of ourselves, the shame speaks to us about me, the whole person. The more shame we feel, the more we feel we don't deserve quality relationships, jobs, or sobriety. And we'll probably undermine them all, usually without knowing it. Then we feel even more ashamed and repeat the cycle. Recognizing shame when we feel it can help us halt its destructive course. How about I try that again? Recognizing shame when we feel it can help us halt its destructive course. Sharing our feelings with a sponsor or friend can help us feel better. Thinking about when we felt ashamed in the past will help us identify patterns that we repeat because of shame. Shame thrives on secrets. Now we learn to talk about our feelings openly and we learn we're worth living. Today I will know in my heart that I'm not a shameful person. I am worthy of recovery. My first two thoughts when I read this were about two different people I met in treatment. One, they kept it, the topic surrounding this one lady was just shame and guilt, shame and guilt, shame and guilt. So she popped into my head and watching her go through that process of, of trying to get rid of those feelings or work through of those feelings uh, was it was it was a lot of work for her and it wasn't an easy process and the other example that popped into my head was when I think I told you a little about my I decided to go to church because my friend said he didn't feel worth going when he was gambling so that kind of piqued my curiosity and once I started reading about this shame a little more this morning, it made sense is if it's about lying and, and hiding and about how you feel yourself, I'm guessing that the feeling he was feeling was shame. I, I, I didn't really have much of an understanding or a distinction between the two, really, until this morning. We talk about it a lot and... I can, so the example I gave you guys the other day about um, sending that really bad text. So I felt guilty because it was hurtful towards the other person. And then I also felt shame because I didn't think I was capable of being that mean. And it went against my values. And that was one of the, the way the definitions 
that I came across were was that guilt makes some you feel bad about how you treated someone else and shame is about your behavior and your guilt. So I could see it being really easy feeling either one of those things, but especially the shame if you're hard on yourself and you already think that, you know, you're judging yourself, right? You're judging your actions against your values and you can put yourself in a really low place with shame and it then becomes easier to go back and reuse, I would think, because if you already feel bad, you'd want to numb the feel bad, the shame, you want to numb that. So you go and you gamble more and then you feel more shame. Can you see the cycle? So part of my beliefs are that we have to do the work on the inside to feel better on the outside and figure out how to get through those ugly, sticky ones. And where I used to struggle the most was even being vulnerable to acknowledge feeling those feelings, never mind fixing them. I don't know if what I said about the cycle makes sense, but I feel like it definitely is a self-fulfilling prophecy. And this is what I found for a couple of tricks to... Um, handle shame when it comes your way. It says, number one, bring the shame into light. So acknowledge it. Two, untangle what you're feeling. So why are you feeling shame? Wow. So that makes sense. So if if you were feeling shame over a bet or a relapse or a behavior to get money to gamble, if you untangle that and go, okay, what's causing me to feel shame, the gambling, the behavior, whatever, and you become aware of it, and I think that's the bringing it into light, then I would think there has to be some other internal feeling. Now, granted, I'm not like a psychologist or anything, but that would be like if it, if it was rational brain. And, and I also understand that when we're gambling, we're not really rational. So that's not lost on me. But if, if we can really play the tape and go, okay, it was the gambling that was causing it, maybe we wouldn't go gamble to solve it. Maybe. So the third step, they say, is unhitch what you do from who you are. And that's kind of what I'm saying is because, because we bet that's not our identity. It's a behavior. So... It's not that Bobby's a bad person because she's betting. Bobby's doing a bad action when she's betting, when she's a problem gambler. Not that all betting is bad. Uh, the next one is recognize your triggers, which, okay, so I can use the sending the, the bad text as an example, as a trigger. I felt guilty. And if guilt was a trigger, you know, I felt bad about it. I didn't want to address the person. Go, gamble, slot machines, don't have to think about it. The problem was I wasn't gambling, so I had to own it and then, you know, apologize and whatever to kind of clear my soul. And it truly, it works. Um, you know, getting rid of the bad makes it so more good could come in keep hearing that message. The universe keeps telling me in all kinds of different ways. And it doesn't help my memory because anything 
bad that I relinquish or handle. I don't, I don't try to revisit. Anyway, and then the last one for shame says make connections, which that's kind of, that's kind of the point, right? To, of being in groups and mutual aid and um, the Facebook community, which is really popping. I, um, I think I belong to like five or six different groups and they're pretty, the, the folks in there are pretty transparent and share and that is the place, you know, when it says talk to a sponsor in the reading or a friend, sometimes we don't feel like we have those people in our, in our immediate proximity. So that's where the rooms would come in handy where you can kind of relinquish some of that shame, guilt, whatever. And people just have a name. They don't really, you know, know you. So it might be easier to get stuff off your chest. And and that's the process I'm advocating for is working through feelings, not just shame, but, but any feelings dragging you down. If you work through them and get rid of them, then you can open, you know, your heart and your mind, everything up for the good feeling stuff. So with the, the, one of the, I don't want to say it's a class, but I'm listening to these CDs. I don't even know the guy's name who I'm listening to, but they came with one of the classes I'm working on. And he's talking about law of attraction, which I'm a I'm a believer in through and through. It's crazy. And he says that the reason that the people who have read The Secret or are familiar with the law of attraction and then it doesn't work. He says the reason is because people don't believe in it. And he says the way to get to the belief and the positive is we have all these... I, I like the visual of, of what he did. He said that we have all this negative stuff and it. it's like a ball and it's building, building, building and you have this this negative ball of stuff and when you start believing and you start feeling good and your positive ball starts growing and evolving, it's when your positive ball outgrows your negative ball because there's only so much room. That's that's the point, whether it's balls or whatever that fills the capacity. The scale example I gave you the other day or, you know, your heart, your mind, whatever with these with these balls. So the more positive stuff, which go figure positivity is no gamble in case you haven't heard. (laughs) Um, the positive stuff helps diminish the negative. So then the cycle going back to what I said about that cycle of shame, feel shame, go to the casino to combat those feelings. Then those feelings start again because we went to the casino and, and that cycle, we can do that same thing with positive thinking and positive actions. And again, the things I say may sound simple, but I'm not discounting what the what the work is that goes behind accomplishing it. I'm not saying that it's easy to think positive. I I saw this with my brother when I was down in Connecticut last time. He's he has this negative reel that just plays on and on and on. And it's it's overwhelming. Like it's like we were sitting in a car when he was telling me all this negative stuff. And it was almost like I couldn't even breathe because I can't I can't hang on to the kinds of things that he was hanging on to. And I 
I want to figure out how to get him on the positive train. And I haven't quite figured that out yet because he always goes back to the negative, like in such a, a crazy way. And it's important that he gets on the positive train because we got Kylie. Like Kylie needs positive. She doesn't need any of those negative spins that she can get, you know, from too much exposure <laughs> to all the negative and the craziness. So I guess it's what I'm saying is it starts with one step and and then each positive little step will add and build. And and obviously I can't be lying to you, right? Because people with significant amount of clean time for the most part I won't say that this is a, a black and white rule, but they're they're the ones that when you're in the rooms, they're talking about like a day where 20 things went wrong and it sucks. But what you hear is the gratitude in their voice as they talk about this stuff because they've learned to look at the positives and they've learned to, you know, understand that the things that they can't control that make a bad day just are. But if you hang on to them, you adapt all those feelings. But if you talk about them, let them go, bloop, they're out of your universe. You know, it, it makes it a whole lot easier to keep putting those days together or those hours together of not betting. So, or drinking or using or whatever um, the addiction is. So, yeah. That's my shame perspective for the morning. I hope that everybody has a fun-filled day planned. I um, am going to work on my website. I think that I'm going to see if I can be technologically smart. I may throw in the towel tomorrow. Today's the, today's the baseline to see if I have to hire someone or not, but I'm tired of it not being done. It's six months since I started it, and... I need to make it a priority. So one reason is so I could communicate with you guys in another fashion. It's kind of a big deal to me. So anyway, have a good Sunday. I will be back tonight. Some of the guys are golfing at 530, so I might be late. We will see. That's a beautiful thing about being, well, (laughs) being single and unaccountable and knowing that I can make up my mind and prioritize as I see fit. Those are all beautiful things. So maybe I'll golf. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll work hard today. Maybe I won't. It's, it's a good, it's a good place to be. And I'm grateful for that. I really am so grateful for that. Anyway, beautiful people have a marvelous, marvelous day. I will chat with you tonight.